In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Costin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here is your host, Sandra Beck. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. Um, Christy Holly is one week out from having her baby. She's having a little girl. She's on maternity leave. And we've got some exciting news with Linda Franklin and myself coming in January. We are starting a new show called Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. And that show will incorporate some of the great things that you've loved with Motherhood Talk Radio all along, but really pushing the envelope, opening it up to a wider audience, and I hope that you will stay tuned with Powered Up with Beck and Franklin starting in January. Now, let me introduce to you my lovely co-host, Linda Franklin, because we have a great, great topic today. We're going to talk about exercise and dance and movement as a way to keep you young. Hi, Linda. Hey, Sandra. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. I'm all for feeling younger without Botox. How about you? Uh, Yes. I mean, I've never used Botox, but uh, some that have used it <laughs> swear by it. But, yeah, better. there's always better um, ways to do it. In fact, I was listening to Katie Couric's show this afternoon, and she had on um, Jane. Uh, oh, my God, I'm having a senior moment. <laughs> Jane Fonda. And uh, Jane Fonda is going to be 75 um, on December t- 21st, and boy, is this woman looking like like a million bucks. You know, I've noticed recently a lot of women in the news really looking fantastic, you know, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And how old was that model that was on um, a while back? Was she in her 80s? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She is, I think, 81. 81. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, I don't know about the aches and the pains and whatever, but Jane Fonda was pretty, pretty upfront about, you know, she's had a knee replacement, she's had a hip replacement, she's had back surgery. Uh, she, they had found a lump in her breast, but they got it early and she got zapped with, uh, radiation. But, you know, she just like takes a licking and keeps on ticking. She, she's terrific. And she just did, um, a new, um, exercise video for, uh, women, um, 
you know, that are, you know, in their 60s and 70s and whatever. And um, it's, you know, she says you don't, you know, I can't do all the things that I used to do, but uh, you know, this is, you know, just, just keeps me uh, feeling terrific. She says right now I have no aches and pains. And um, so that, you know, she's always on to something new and different, and um, she just, she's great. Yeah, oh, she's definitely groundbreaking, and I love I love that about her. And, you know, along with that, uh, Linda, this week I was watching on cable a rerun of Black Swan, you know, that ballet dancing movie. Yes. And, you know, even though it was a little creepy at times. <laughs> a, lot I, creepy. <laughs> a lot creepy. A lot creepy. What I took away from it was there was one of the dance instructors that had to be in her 60s or 70s. You could tell just because her skin had <laughs> aged, but the fluidity of her movement, the grace in which she carried herself, like only until the camera got close up could I really tell how old, you know, that this woman was older because she moved like a young person. You know, she just was so... I don't know what it was, whether she was loose or joints or, you know, but just the grace in which she carried herself versus, you know, when I think of my grandma, you know, growing up was so rickety. And, you know, by the time people were 60, 70 years old, you know, they had the cane, the wheelchair, that whole mentality of being older. But when I looked at this beautiful dancer, um, I just thought, wow, there's got to be something to movement in keeping you young. Oh, absolutely. Exercise is the fountain of youth. Uh, it really is because uh, you've just got to keep your body fluid, moving. Uh, keep all, it, I think exercise keeps you kind of grease and oiled. I mean, it's not the only thing, but it's certainly a very, very important part of the puzzle. And even with exercise, there's, there's not just one um, kind of exercise. I mean, you have to. You have there's three three kinds of exercise. You have to do your aerobic or the cardio to get the heart moving, and then you've got to, as you get older, you've got to do the weights because you've got to keep your muscles strong because you lose muscle weight after um, after a certain age, maybe after 50. So, uh, and when you lose muscle, you also gain weight. So you want to keep your muscles strong, and then you've got to keep yourself very flexible. Well, I think, you know, the flexibility and the muscle tone, you know, all that goes hand in hand also with balance. You know, when I think of, you know, being nine months pregnant and ready to topple over, you know, and, and having been on bed rest, which was an amazing experience for me because I got a chance to feel what it was like. You know, I felt like I was 90 years old because I couldn't get up and walk around. My muscles had atrophied. I had, you know, been sitting in this bed for three months or sitting in a chair, really, for three months. And to come back to that um, to my prior, like, level of health was really interesting because I did walk all creaky, Linda. I did, you know, I had trouble lifting a gallon of milk. I mean, really, really crazy stuff for somebody in their 30s. Um, but it really set home to me how important it is to keep up with our physicality. And our guest today is Tracy Costin, and she is a dance instructor, and she is somebody schooled in the art of belly dancing, which I think is super fun. We did a show a couple years ago on belly dancing, and 
What I like about it, Linda, is dance doesn't require anything other than some music. I mean, what type of things do you use to keep fit? Because, Linda, I will tell the audience, you are gorgeous. You are gorgeous inside and out. When I sit next to you on the balcony in New York City, I'm amazed at how how graceful and how beautiful your body is. And you've worked really hard to keep it that way. Well, thank you very much. Sometimes it doesn't feel very graceful, that's for sure. But um, I do what I what I just said. I do all three. I do I do the cardio. I do the weights, and I you know I do the stretching to keep me to keep me um, flexible. And, um, and and the thing is, you have to do it. I mean, I'm, I don't do it any anywhere as many times a week as I'm supposed to do it. In fact, in the last month. I think I'm down to once a week. And I usually do it two or three. And even only doing it once, when I go to do it that once, it's a bigger effort. I can tell the difference. Really? That yeah. And, and even though that I'm, you know, I, I'm sort of keeping it going, you, you need to be, you need to do it more often and you need to be, um, have a continuing program uh, so that your body, you know, keeps its rhythm. You know, that's so important when you talk about keeping a rhythm um, because I'm, I'm one of those exercisers and fits and starts, you know, like when, when my kids are in school, I have a good routine and, you know, and I, I do real simple things. I swim and I walk in the park and, you know, I run a little bit and I dance. I do. I dance, I dance all over my kitchen um, with my kids because it is so fun. Um, but when I take a break, like when I get overwhelmed with work or I get overwhelmed with the kids, one of the things that goes off the table very quickly are my workouts. And I will tell you, when I do lift those workouts from my schedule, I do feel more tired. I do feel lethargic. Coming back into my workouts is a grind, you know. Oh, it's it like is. That, 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 uh, what's that physics thing, body that stay in motion or are in motion, stay in motion, bodies yeah. that rest? at rest it, there's really some truth to that oh absolutely is and and um i mean i'm not i'm not a, a gym rat i don't really like going but i force myself to go because i know that i need to it you know it's, it's a really good for my body but it isn't something i really go and look forward to and i do work out with my trainer uh who i adore so that kind of helps me and and i know if it if i didn't have him um, as my trainer, I probably wouldn't do it. So I keep I keep him around because you want to have fun. That's my fun part. After I do my my hour of cardio, I get to spend an hour with Fred, and we we really enjoy ourselves. We become good friends, and we talk about everything under the sun. So you know that that keeps me amused while I'm doing all all my weights and my and my other stretching. So you have to well, know because it gets boring. It gets very, very boring, and um, you know, so that keeps me going. And I and I will get back onto the routine because I I find when I stop my exercise, then I eat more, and, and you know, it's it's sort of like a vicious circle. It really is. It really is. And I think as we get older, um, I know when I work out regularly, you know, I feel so much better. I walk better. I move better. And I agree with you, whether you can afford a trainer or you can have a workout buddy, um, I love the accountability that I have with whether it's Tracy or Christy or uh, Sharon, one of my neighbors, runs in the park. And even though she runs and I walk, 
uh, that camaraderie that you have about showing up and, and doing these things that are good for your body, when you surround yourself with people like that, it's a lot easier. And when you fall off the wagon, you've got your friends to pick you up and say, okay, come on, girls, let's get going. And that's what we're going to do today. Well, uh, we're not going well, when we come back, I just, if you want inspiration, I'll tell you about a friend of mine that I met at the gym. She's 89 years old and goes twice a week. She's fabulous. Oh, I love that. I love that. So when we get back from the break, Linda's going to tell us about her 89-year-old, like, wonder workout pal, and we're going to welcome Tracy Costin, and we're going to talk about 10 ways that exercise can help keep you young. This is really important, girls, because exercise is free. Exercise doesn't cost anything. You just have to make the decision to do it. The beauty benefits, the health benefits, the benefits to your human body are fantastic. We come back from the break. We're going to cover those 10 ways exercise can help keep you going. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many beautiful reasons I have to be happy? We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hi, Mamas. This is Linda Franklin, and I'm here with my co-host, Sandra Beck, on Motherhood Talk Radio. Before the break, um, I was talking about my friend, uh, my 89-year-old friend that goes to the gym twice a week and is in such fabulous shape, Sandra. I mean, she inspires me. She inspired me just by you telling me that. Well, you know, you just have to see this woman. We had dinner. Um, we had dinner with her on Thursday night. I mean, she is. She she goes out. She's um, she is. You know, I she is not living in the past. And so many older people, all they want to do is talk about what was. And with her, it's about hey, what I did today, what I'm going to do tomorrow. Last year for her uh, Christmas vacation, she went on safari to Africa. And this year uh-huh. and next week, she's leaving for um, a trip to Havana, Cuba. And she does all this, and um, she's still doing some some work. She was in the uh, PR business, and she was the grand dame of perfume because she started the Perfume Association of America. So she's just like, wow. <laughs> That's all I can say is wow. That is wow. Now, how does she look? Like when she's in the gym, is she she moving good? Does she look good? I mean, she is moving good, and you know, as they said, she's well oiled, and um, you know, she's very diminutive. She's small, but uh, we went to visit her in the Hamptons this summer, uh, and we were walking the beach. And to get to the beach, I had to walk down all of these stairs. She wasn't even holding onto the hand railings. And then we walked to, and then we walked two or three miles on the beach, and then and then came back and it's like nothing she doesn't she doesn't miss a beat but i think it's the it's the uh, the mind body connection because she's so um she's so useful in her head and she it, she works at her body but it's kind of a natural transference it's you know she's out every night she's going to the opera she's going to the ballet she's going with friends she's going out to dinner you know you don't think of an 89 year old woman doing that especially on her own no not at all yeah, not at all. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but but she you know she works at it. She eats well. She does the exercise. Plus plus she keeps her head uh, in the right place. Well, and you know that's something I'd like to ask Tracy about our guest Tracy Costin, our dance expert, because she works with very very young children, elementary school age. You know, some of them are kindergartners, all the way up to teaching dance classes for adults. And Tracy, what's the difference that you see between when the kids come into dance and the adults come into dance? What's the difference? Well, I think um, a, a huge a huge part of it is uh, flexibility um, I th- and attitude. Uh, the little kids, you know, they come in with no fear. They catch on quickly. They, they're able to move a little bit better. They're more flexible, and um, they are just dying to perform and dying to show off, whereas uh, people in our age group um, sometimes walk in a little timid because they don't know what to expect in the class. Maybe they're embarrassed to move. Um, they're not as flexible, maybe. But they do find after 
they've taken the class a few times that if, if they're if they have the right attitude and they want to do it and they like it, um, all of a sudden you'll notice a change in just how they how they move and uh, they become more flexible and uh, then you find after a while there really isn't a difference between the ages uh, because you'll find that the little kids with their moving and their attitude and uh, with the way they move on stage and the way they dance, you'll find that uh, with people our age after a while, after taking a few classes and they feel good about themselves, it's all, um, like Linda said, you know, your mind and body working together, flexibility is all, it all kind of has to come together no matter what age you are, I think. Yeah, it's a confidence. Yeah, it's the confidence level, too. You know, sometimes you go to a class, whether it's dance or yoga or something, and you look around and you say, oh, boy, they're really good, and I'm really, <laughs> I really suck at this. And you try, to keep, you, you try to keep up with it, but you really can, and you end up hurting yourself. It's it, Just in yoga, and I'm sure it's the same one in dance, you do what you can do, not worrying about what the person next to you is doing, um, just there doing whatever you can do and having a good time doing it. Right, right. Well, that's and, funny you yeah, say that. that. I went to a dance class, a Zumba class, with a friend of mine's mom. And she's, you know, only maybe 10 or 12 years older than me. And <laughs> I'm sure, Linda and Tracy, you can imagine this. I was dancing up a storm. I don't know my left from my right. I can't get one foot in front of the other. But I could shimmy and I could shake and I was laughing and having a good time. And when we left, um, one of the ladies in the class came up to the two of us. She's like, I had so much fun watching you two. It's so great that a mother and daughter could work out together. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you know, and I know because I'm silly and immature and acting like I'm 15, and, you know, she's very staid and, you know, conservative, acting like she's 50. But, you know, the, it, it really did illustrate the difference between attitude because I really, I know I don't know my left from my right. When I take the step class, I know I'm going to bump into at least one person. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just you just accept it. But that's a hard place to get to, I think, too, when you're trying to lose weight. Definitely. Yeah. And and what Linda says is very true to you. You might hurt yourself. You have to be very careful because our bodies have changed. And even if you're in good shape, our bodies are older and, you know, the calcium and our bones, all that stuff. So it's true. You have to be careful you don't hurt yourself. That's very, very important. But dance is well, such a great, a great way to, okay. to work out because, you know, you've got the music and you just kind of get lost in it. Sometimes the exercise, I mean, I do uh, an elliptical, and after a while that can get pretty boring, but the, but the dancing thing is, is something that you do at, at home in front of your mirror, so it's like <laughs> only you're trying to do it just a little bit, uh, a little bit more gracefully when you're w- with people, but it's, it's right. a wonderful exercise. There's a lot of dance classes in the gym. They're very, very popular. They are because they're so fun, and you're right about losing yourself in the music. I mean, Tracy, you teach a lot of dance classes, so you're doing this over and over. Does it ever get boring for you? You know, it doesn't because I'm constantly looking for new music. I'm constantly going to workshops and learning new moves from different dancers, um, and I I do different classes every week. I, I change up my classes you know, sometimes we'll work on drum solos, and sometimes I'll take out a veil and I'll say, let's work on our arms and veils, keeping our arms up. Or there's always something different, and that's the wonderful thing about belly dancing is that there's so much variety to it. I just, it's, um, it's not like going to the ballet or, you know, it's, uh, which, you know, ballet is beautiful and everything, but it, 
you you know what you're going to see pretty much. With with belly dancing, you just don't know what you're going to get, and that's what I love about it. So, no, I never get bored. And so are these women exposing their bellies to do the belly dancing? You know, it's funny. I uh, We have a very conservative class only because I don't show my belly. And so um, we actually do not show our belly in this class. Everyone is pretty much covered up, which I think helps with their <laughs> attitude. And, and I think it helps with them doing the moves because they know that they're, we're not focusing on what their what their belly looks like when they're when they're moving. So um, right, those uh, those muffin tops might be moving, but but yeah. nobody can see it. <laughs> right, and I don't want them to concentrate on that. I don't want them to think, oh gosh, look at my belly compared to her belly. So uh, we actually don't show belly, and I think it's just I've just gotten used to not showing it because when I teach the little ones, we don't show belly in the school. So I think I just kind of brought that into my. Um, adult class, but that's also one of the reasons I don't is because I know that in this 40 and up age group, we feel a little, um, uh, you know, about our bodies. We're just a little self-conscious about it. So, Well, aren't real belly dancers, don't they have big bellies? Like the ones I've seen when I've traveled overseas, they're not yes. skinny. Yes. Yeah. And you know me, Sandra. I mean, I'm petite, but I'm pretty curvy. You know, I'm 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 not... Uh, you know, a stick. And, um, but you're right. You're right. Um, some of the best belly dancers out there have more than just a little poochie. I mean, they've got kind of a big tummy, um, and they still move well. And it, you know, some women are just not as self-conscious as other. They just feel like I'm a woman. I am beautiful in, in my skin and I will show my stomach and I don't care. And I'm a little bit more conservative and I just don't like to show it, but you're right. I mean, Dancers all around the world, most of them will have more than just a little pooch. Do you, so think, that these women, do you think that these women are going home and putting on a performance for their husbands in the privacy of their bedrooms? I would hope so. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> I would hope so, too. <laughs> I mean, you have to keep the, you know, the marriage alive. I, I always believe in that. But I, I would hope so. I think that keeps your, you know, there again, your mind and body young, your attitude, it all, it all works together. I would think, think that yeah. I would think that the husbands would be very excited when the wives came back from class to say, "What did you learn tonight, sweetie?" <laughs> yes, yeah, I think you're right. We kid we kid around about that in class because uh, I think it has improved some of some of the marriages. So you're like the Fifty Shades of Grey of belly dancing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, Robin, who's listening to our show in the chat, said, I think of some of the beautiful women in Hawaii who are big and do the most beautiful dances. And it's true, those, they get out there and they shake and they jiggle and they jostle and they're beautiful. They're, they're absolutely graceful. beautiful. And their hands yeah. are so graceful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, girls, i got to take us to commercial break. Um, we're going to talk about uh, – we didn't even get to our 10 ways exercise can keep you young, so I'm just going to throw one out there. Um, one of them is it keeps your mind and your memory sharp, and I think both Linda, Tracy, and I all agree that we are more alert, um, we are more awake after we have our workout. And um, so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a couple uh, different – ways that exercise can help keep us young through the use of dance. And we chose dance today, one, because Tracy's so much fun, and two, because dance is free. You only need to turn on the radio, the iPod, the TV, whatever it is you have, or hum in your head, dance around, get your cardiovascular exercise, get your groove on. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about sex and how dance helps us with that as well. 
Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Tara will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show with your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is belly dance expert Tracy Costin. And you girls, you knew I was going to go here. Um, but when I was looking at the 10 ways exercise or dance can keep you young, um, it says things like help control your weight, you know, help you get a good night's sleep, makes you feel happy. Of course, it made me think about sex. And belly dancing being one of the more sensual dances, does it help your sex life, Tracy? I'm just going to ask you that flat out. I think so. I think that um, definitely I think it does because you 
automatically feel sexier in your skin when you are dancing and, and you take home that confidence and you take it into the bedroom. It's just kind of a natural thing. Um, you don't feel as inhibited. Of course, I've been with my husband for, you know, 18 years. So, um, but I think it does help. I, I, I will say that. I think that it helps me feel like I'm not as embarrassed um, to try new things and things like that. Now, Linda, what about you? Like with with respect to dance and the practice of dance, you know, from your perspective, what do you think dance does to enhance the bedroom experience? Oh, boy. Well, um, first of all, it's it's the dance, it's the music, it's the whole frame of mind that you're in. And, you know, I know if I'm – I don't have – I haven't done belly dancing, so I really can't talk about that. But if I'm out and I'm dancing, um, and you – it just puts you in that um, free – easy. It sort of takes you away to another place. And um, if you continue that on, you know, once you get home, then um, you do, you're in, you you just want to continue that good feeling. And um, what could be a better feeling than a good roll in the hay? <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, <laughs> dancing is great, and so is sex. It's, they're great partners. And well, then if you add a glass of wine, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, they both, like, you know, they beat stress. You know, when you have stress, you know, obviously sex is great to release stress, but so is dancing. When I was looking at some of these health benefits, they do kind of go hand in hand because like in dancing, you build muscle, you burn more calories even at rest, which can help you minimize your weight gain. And, you know, as moms especially, um, weight gain, especially around the belly part, you know, after having two babies, I have what I call the warm puppy that sits in my lap whenever I sit down. <laughs> well, wait and, till you um, hit menopause, and then you'll, then you'll know what it really feels like to get big belly. <laughs> really? Does menopause make a difference? Oh, it does. Yes. Um, you can be, do exactly the same thing that you were doing at uh, before menopause, and all of a sudden, you know, you're going to the gym and you're eating the same thing, and you've got basically the same routine, but you notice that your waist is getting be- bigger and your and your belly's getting broader, and that's that's the hormones uh, in your body saying, <laughs> "What's going on here?" You know, so th- that's when you really have to step it up. Does exercise help that? It does. It, it does because it, it helps control the weight, but, you know, there's, we've talked about this before, since that there's, there's so many different things that you can introduce to your body when you are starting to go through menopause, uh, but exercise is definitely a very imp- important part of that. Well, and I think it just makes you feel so much better. You know, I know when Tracy taught us belly dancing on the air a couple years ago, I don't think Christy, me, or Rick laughed any harder. We couldn't have laughed any harder (laughs) at just the sheer silliness of, you know, three people of completely different body types shimmying and shaking. Um, It's just, it was so much fun. And I think if we can learn to laugh at our bodies at what they're doing, you know, do the best we can, obviously, you know, with the changes that are happening, um, the one thing I wanted to ask you about, um, both of you have worked out and, you know, Tracy, you've danced for many years. One of the things that that 10 ways exercise can help you keep young, it gives you this greater freedom of movement, freedom of movement, meaning, you know, we can just move a lot of different ways. Uh, Linda, how has the gym helped you with that? And then Tracy, I'm going to throw the mic over to you. 
Well, you know, I, I don't know because it's, it's, it's sort of like a, you know, it's a, it's a very important piece of the puzzle, but what, it, you know, uh, I have my friend, uh, Annette, that inspires me, but, you know, in New York, we do an awful lot of walking. And, and we go up and down subway stairs and, you know, it's, it's quick and it's, it's fast and you, you know, you want to keep up because that's just part of the pace of New York. And when I get on a bus and I see a woman that hardly can get up the, you know, the stairs, you know, the two steps to get to the bus and she doesn't look that old, but she's got a cane and she's sort of hunched over. It scares the bejesus out of me, to be honest with you. And I say, I never want to be in that position that I can't climb up or I can't do the things that I've always done. And Annette is showing me that, yeah, if you just keep it moving, girl, it's not going to happen to you. You know, hopefully not till you're 95 anyway. But um, I, so it works. I mean, I really don't have a lot of aches and pains. I'm very, very lucky. Well, I think you earn it, too. I watch you watch what you eat. You, you know, you work out. You take really good care of yourself. You're my inspiration for taking better care of myself because I know that kind of goes by the wayside. Yeah, you know, Um, and nobody's perfect, and we can't beat ourselves up. I know this month has been uh, crazy between, you know, I think it started when we lost the power in New York during Sandy. And, you know, you just say, oh, what the hell, I'm just going to, whatever is around, I'm eating it. And it sort of (laughs) continued through Thanksgiving and now up into the holidays. And I said, okay. You know, I'm not. It, 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 I, I'll survive until the beginning of the year, and then I'll go back into my strict routine again. Okay, okay. So we made it through Hanukkah. We'll get through Christmas. <laughs> yeah. now, um, how does dance help us give a greater freedom of movement? Does it help us in our daily life, like when we're walking around? Like, what do you see from, especially from somebody who's new to dance, you know, and then continues with you? You know, I, I agree with Linda, um, something that she said about, you know, when you see somebody older and you don't want to be like them, uh, just because you know that how hurtful that is to your, to your body. Um, you know, it's true. I think that there again, it's the whole mind and body and your attitude and everything comes together. Um, and keeping it going every day, keeping that movement every day, and like Linda said, some days you can't do as much as others, but just knowing that you're moving and just, it's just, it all just works together. And I, I've noticed that the people that come to class continually, um, just move better just by the way they walk, by the way they carry themselves. They, um, I teach people how to actually, you know, stand and, and walk and hold your posture because so many of us, um, like to stand with our, uh, our little, you know, our butts like, put, out a little bit, and you're supposed to tuck in your pelvis and your shoulders back, and and uh, and I've noticed a difference in in just the people that come on a regular basis. Um, it's it's just amazing how on your day to day life, dance and uh, just regular exercise, just how it changes your life. It's it's amazing. It just you have to just keep it going, and it is just. You will notice the difference. You just will. And if you take a few days where you're lazy and you don't feel like doing something, I I personally notice um, when I don't dance every day, um, I start getting the aches and pains. And I immediately say to myself, you know, i got to get moving because I do not want to be one of these people that can't stretch or can't move. And what keeps me motivated as well is that I teach, so I have to move. I have to be able to be flexible, so... That's a huge, huge part of it is uh, the attitude 
and just pushing yourself, knowing that you are, you know, you got this one body and you got to work with it. Are you well, doing? that's what I, oh, go ahead, Linda. I was just going to ask um, Tracy if she does anything besides dance. Um, do you do other now, exercise besides dance? You know, that's a very good question. I uh, used to do a lot of walking uh, with the dance, and I've actually stopped doing that. And uh, definitely I I need to do something else. I think it's important to actually, to do yoga or walking or another type of uh, exercise I think would be beneficial. I think it's important for everyone to have if – I, if I did it every day, it would probably be enough because it's a pretty good workout, but um, I I don't at the moment. And uh, I do notice the difference in my body when it's been a few days since class and I haven't really done too much exercise. Okay. So. What about weight training? Linda, you said you weight train, and I know that's good for our bone density. Yes. Um, is dancing when you lift your arms enough? Did I lose you? Well, you didn't lose me. Did, is Tracy still there? Yeah, I'm here. I thought oh, okay. she asked Linda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who did you ask? The... Oh, I asked you, Tracy. Is is when you're dancing? Is lifting your arms enough for weight training? Uh, you know, it depends. Uh, like if if I'm doing an, uh, a class that's a veil and arm class for an hour, then yeah, I would say you'd get the equal amount of of what you would get in a weight training class, but normally, no. Normally, in a belly dancing class, you'd probably just get, you know, a little bit of, of what you really need for, for weight training, like in, if you were going to do, like, your arms and focus on your on your arms or something like that. So, honestly, no, I, I don't think it's as equal as doing weight training. Linda, how about you? Do you put that as part of your regular workout routine? The weights, yes. Yes, I uh, I do. Uh, I I try to do it at least twice a week, and I probably should do it more. But um, I think it's very very important. Um, again, I, for women that are uh, going through menopause, have gone through menopause, because you know your bones lose calcium, and this really helps to to it. It can actually bring your bones back. So I think it's very important. Do you find when you don't lift weights, do you see a difference in your body quickly? Um. Yeah, you do. You know, it takes a, a, a little time, but um, maybe when we come back, we can talk about what we um, can do at home during the holidays when we're so busy, just to keep uh, uh, keep our bodies toned up for uh, what we'll have to do after the new year. There must be other other things that we can do at home, uh, just to even if it's five minutes, it's better than nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll pick us up after the break and learn what we can do at home during the holidays. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful
what's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. I just wanted to remind you that the podcast of this show and all of the shows are always on MotherhoodTalkRadio.com on our show page here on TogiNet and on iTunes. So, um, you know, if you've missed something or, or you want to share it with a friend, that's where you go to do it. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the dancing and, and exercise and how it really makes you feel better and, and, and is so good for your health. Um, and I was saying during the holidays, sometimes we lose our discipline or we're so busy, we can't get to the dance class or the gym. So I was asking Tracy what we can do at home um, just to sort of keep it up over the holidays. You know, I... I'm, I hate to say this, but the best thing for toning, especially for all the fatty foods and the high carbs we're about to eat and all the extra sweets we're about to eat, I hate to say it, but the best thing is you can just take a few minutes every day and do some sit-ups. I hate doing sit-ups, but really that's probably one of the best things that, that you can do if, if the gym is closed and, uh, you know, you can always dance around your kitchen like Sandra does, and there's, that's always a good thing. But to really work on the toning and the muscles and just feeling like you're doing something constructive, I think sit-ups, that's, 
that's what I'm going to say with that. You guys are going to laugh, but over the weekend, I mean, my favorite splurge in the world is ice cream, and I love it. And I don't buy it that often because if it's in my freezer, it keeps calling me, and it's like, oh, my God. So on Sunday, on Sunday morning, I had my breakfast. And then I go and walk the dog, and then I come back, and I'm watching my Sunday morning programs, and the ice cream is calling me from the freezer. So I take it out, and I say, well, I'm only going to have a couple of spoonfuls. And like a quarter of the carton later, I said, oh, my God. So I took it, and I mean, I loved every bite, but I threw the rest in the in the garbage. But then what am I doing? I'm in my kitchen counter doing doing squats. Trying to work off the 9,000 calories of ice cream that I just ate. I don't think I did it, but that's how guilty I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I so it, prob- it probably wouldn't have worked if I – it would have worked. The squats would have been good if I hadn't just piled myself with ice cream. <laughs> so it is true. Like, when you look at, like, you know, and I'm I'm victim of fast food-itis, it's – if I don't eat fast food, I'm okay. But when I get all crazy and have to drive so many places to visit clients, I end up going through the drive-through. And then once I go through the drive-through once, it's like you know Diet Coke, like your ice cream is calling my name. But then so are like fatty, greasy, yummy French fries, things like that that I don't normally keep in the house. And drive-throughs are everywhere. And Linda, you have your squats. When I come home and I've had some terrible binge that I will totally regret the next morning. I do the plank, but I would have to do a plank for like something like nine years. (laughs) (laughs) That I just ate. Yeah. You know, it's amazing when you look at just one thing that we eat, like a cookie, and you know, you have to walk for like two hours. I know. But do you feel guilty? Are you enjoying it while you're eating it, or do you feel guilty while you're eating it? Um, most of the time, honestly, I feel guilty while I'm eating it. I can't even enjoy it anymore. Um, and a lot of times, to be fair, I'm so worn out by the time I pull through the drive-thru, I'm like irritable, I'm ready to cry, I just got off the freeway, I'm so hungry, and I know I need to take better care of myself and get into balance, but I'm like every other single mom with two little kids just running on empty. And, um, no, I don't enjoy it. That's the sad thing. I can't remember the last time I sat down and enjoyed, like, a guilty or guilt-free meal. And that's terrible, right? I mean, if we're going to do that, we should at least give us enough slack to to enjoy it while we're eating it and not have this horrible guilt trip that was associated with it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's very deep, I know, but you know, we should really just say, okay, I did it, then stop beating ourselves up over it. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Tracy. What about you? What's your guilt food for the holidays, or your guilt food just in general? You know, it's funny. I I love chocolate. I love everything chocolate, fudge, cake, cookies. But I gotta tell you, I don't feel guilty when I when I have a piece of cake. <laughs> or no, you know, and you know why? Because I my thing is that I always think to myself, and this is the way I feel when I go in for a massage, and and you, all you have is a little towel over your body, and and um, and it always seems like they never get you the full body towel. It's always like the little face towel that they have for your whole body, and it's always you know uh, a male um, masseuse. Woo! And the way I look, and the way I look at it is the same the same way I feel when I'm I'm in a, a massage room, is that. There's always going to be people my age that look better than me and that look worse than me. And that's my mental thing. So I think, okay, 
I am eating this, and yeah, I might gain a pound or two, but I know that, you know, I'm not the worst-looking 45-year-old, and I know I'm not, you know, the best-looking 45-year-old. But that's just the way my mindset is when I'm eating it, because I, I want to enjoy it. I, I love I love my dessert. <laughs> well, but that's the right attitude. You know, at least if you're going to have it, you've got to enjoy it. What's the What's the purpose of eating it if you if you just make yourself crazy? You know, after you eat it, it's like, oh my god, it's right, like a right. double whammy. Yeah. Well, somebody yeah. has to ruin the bell curve here. That's me. I'm the one that <laughs> represents all the women around the country that can't you know, eat anything without feeling guilty. Oh. Let me just say one thing really quick, Linda. A good friend of mine came over uh, to visit me this weekend and help me with my party that I was having, and Rick, who's been on the show before, and he's like, Sam, you got to understand, he goes, when, you know, when I hug you or I hug women, he's like, I want to have something to hold on to. He's like, love handles are good. You can hold on to your woman that way, and I was laughing so hard, and he was talking about a friend of his that was only dating skinny chicks. And then he finally was with one of these women who was healthy. You know, she was, I wouldn't say she was big. She's just healthy. And he's like, it was so much more fun in bed. She felt so good. I felt like I wasn't laying down next to a bag of bones, and I think I'm going to hold on to that. Well, there you go. There if you I go. was a man, I'd feel exactly the same way. And as a woman, I like a big man, too. I mean, not it's i don't like when you when you hold somebody and and all you feel is the bones and i don't know what is so sexy about these skinny skinny women they just look sick and if they look that way at 20 i can't even imagine what they're going to look like at 40 and i don't you just love the ones i mean they look like they weigh 90 pounds but their boobs weigh 80 their their boobs are 80 pounds of the 90 pounds <laughs> like nature really yeah. made them that way right so skinny with these right. huge boobs yeah, it's freaky, actually. I think it's kind of freaky. It I don't is, like it. <laughs> it is freaky. I don't like it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I, you know, it's just, not, it's just not feminine to me. I like feminine curves, and I just, you know, I I don't know. Do you think well, I've made an awful pedophile comment. Um, when the kids were over Trace this weekend, Tracy has beautiful children, and she has the most Thank beautiful you. little girl, Marina. And I'm used to picking up Zach, my 35-pound-year-old, six year old who's like hugging a bag of bones literally it's like hugging a for <laughs> and when i get to pick up tracy's daughter she is so soft she smells so good she's so cuddly you know not to be the radio pedophile but she just feels so good and when i think of a man hugging a woman and i think of hugging my own son i'm like there's not even close <laughs> yeah yeah well, well you know i zoftic is good and and you know I mean I always I mean the 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 sexy ladies like the Marilyn Monroe's and the Sophia Lorenz I mean they were women you know they 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 right. had a beautiful curvy body and 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 that was sexy some of the women of today um, the, the the model type are, are just too much except Kim Kardashian now she she ain't anything uh, skinny but but her body is so out of shape it's like it, it's laughable. It looks distorted to me. It looks like she had butt implants and boob implants. And it's just, again, to me, it's like a caricature of a woman's body. You know, I think women are beautiful. I love to look at them, um, you know, whether they're in the gym or whether they're working. And I think we all come 
in so many different shapes and sizes. I think of my friend CT who's from Ethiopia and she's like six feet tall with this giant butt, you know, and then there's me, the total cracker ass, you know, (laughs) 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 completely flat as a board, you know, and then I look at Tracy who's got this Cuban hair and curves and boobs and then Linda, you're like, you know, you've got this like just sleek New York thing happening and it's like, we're all beautiful in our own way, yet we are completely different. And I'm going to make another awful comment. It's like dogs. You know, you can look at a Maltese, you can look at a Poodle, you can look at a Great Dane, and they're all cool in their own way, but we don't get that message. No, you're right. No, but we but we really need to get that message, um, you know, because the media isn't going to help us get that message. So it's, it's up to each one of us to, to look in the mirror and be happy with what they see. Right. right. It makes a big difference in your life. I mean, aren't there days that makes, they call them bad hair days, you know, when you you look in the mirror in the morning and you say, oh, my God, and then it kind of spoils right. your whole day. And then there's other right, you days. Have the uglies. Yeah, you and then the there's the whole day. <laughs> yeah, you got the uglies the whole day. And then, you know, there's other days you get up in the morning, you really look good, and it affects your whole day. So we have the power to make every day that good day. It's up to right. us. It's true. No more bad hair days. No more bad boob days. No more bad butt days. I can stand in the mirror and look really great in 95% of what I'm on and find that one imperfection that can set off my day. Yeah. That's what women do. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy, stupid thing. (laughs) It is. Well, girls, I have had the best time visiting with you. The radio show has flown by. We are at the top of the hour. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Linda Franklin, and my delightful guest, Tracy Costin. We're going to be on hiatus for the next couple weeks. We're coming back on January 7th with our new show, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. So if you liked what you heard today with Beck and Franklin, I hope that you will continue on. You'll join us on our journey as we talk about empowering women. I will always be around to be myself and beat myself up on the air because that's what I do and most of us do. And thank you, Linda and Tracy, for empowering us, for propping us up, for helping us feel beautiful. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope that 2013 is good for you and yours. And I hope that you'll come back after the first of the year and join us on our new show. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood.